Welcome to today's podcast. Today I'll be exploring three different ways that you can use to create more certainty in your prospect's mind to get them over the line. My name is Corne Ladigan, co-founder of BizVideo. The purpose of this podcast is to take you on a journey of how we use story to grow our business. Thank you for joining me today. Now, the thing is, if you can't create certainty in your prospect's mind, so anyone that looks at your website, anyone that you sit in front of, um, in front of a sales meeting, if you can't create certainty, the chances of actually converting them becomes very small. So the thing is, it might be, they might be uncertain because of the type of industry you're in. Maybe your industry has a bad name. Uh, another thing could be, you know, they just met you and they just got to know about your business. So that trustability is, that trust is just not there yet. So you've got to build up that trust. But the, the, the thing that I've noticed the most is they might have tried what you have to offer in the past and they failed with that. And that is what makes them uncertain about actually going ahead and doing business with you. So think about this for a second. They actually land on your website. What, what's the outcome of that? You actually want to convert them into a lead where you can actually start talking to them as an example. So if you can't create certainty on the website and get them to go, I need to contact, then they won't. Now, this, uh, this really reminded me about a, a, a story. Um, back in school, you know, back, this was when we were living in Melbourne. So just, we just moved from South Africa, probably I think um, six months before this story happened and we were living in Melbourne. I was going to school there. And the thing is, when I lived in South Africa, we, I went to an Afrikaans school. Second is my, sorry, uh, English is my second language. And when we first moved to Australia, I couldn't speak English too well. Um, I still struggle after 18 years. But anyway, at that time, I could definitely read English, I could speak it, but I really struggled. And that made me feel like I don't really want to read or anything because I wasn't too motivated to read because the thing is if you struggle to read, especially English, then you're not going to read. <laughs> and um, so we went back to South Africa for our first holiday. And I remember our te my teacher gave me a book to read so that, so that I've got to write an essay on it when we get back. And on the way to South Africa, I didn't read it. I was like, I'm going on a holiday. I don't care right now. Did my little holiday. And then on the way back, this is um, where the story starts. So just to give, give you some background. So my dad's actually a pilot, right? And the, the, some of the perks about having your dad as a pilot is that he can get you cheaper flights, you know? So, my whole childhood, we, uh, we traveled a lot because you know, we could get these standby tickets, so standby flights, where it's literally like a tenth of the price. I can't remember exactly how much it is. But the, 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 the trade-off is you don't always get a seat. <laughs> now, the thing is you don't have to stand in the flight, but uh, in this particular time, so coming back to Australia, I had to sit where the, um, where the hosties would sit, right? The flight attendants. So it's this upright, like kind of seat and you get strapped in and it literally feels like you're sitting like this, right? So um, the thing is, I, I didn't have a screen, so I couldn't watch movies. And then after like two hours of like just being super bored as like a 14 year old boy, I'm like, Fan like fine, I'll, I'll, I'll read this book. And the thing is, I really got into this book. So I made this, I read this whole book. And the reason why I'm telling you this story is because 
that's the last time I've completed a book, you know, so that's about, I, I don't know, I'm 31 now and the thing is that, that was when I was 14. So it's a couple of years ago when, I, when I'm like certain that I completed the whole book. And, um, but the thing is, you know, now like being in business, I've been running this business with my brother for eight years now. I, I'm always into education and self-improvement. So to improve myself, improve my business and then to help my clients even more. Now, the thing is, uh, the vehicle I normally use is video and like video courses and so on because, you know, that's my type of personality. Um, I like to learn that way. But then the thing is, uh, some weekends and so on, and, and at night, I really want to switch off from technology. So I want to be able to, and, and the problem is if you want to switch off from technology, how are you going to learn um, if you only watch video and video courses? So that made me realize maybe I should grab a book because, um, you know, I just want to be able to switch off a little bit over the weekend, open a book and not have all the distractions of notifications and everything. So, um, you know, the problem is though, that I found was I'll start reading these books and my concentration will be like, I would read the whole page and I'm like, well, what did I just read? I literally just went off into dreamland. It's crazy. Now, um, each time I go buy a book, I think back and go, I did not finish the last book that I actually started reading. So why should I buy this next book? And that is where the uncertainty comes in. And that's what I'm talking about in this video and that's what I started off with. If your client is not certain, they will not go ahead. So I'm talking specifically about, I'm not certain about myself here reading a book which stops me from buying that book, which means that author is missing out on my business. So, and then the thing is, I, I listen a little bit to Grant Cardone, follow his teachings and so on. And, and in this one uh, particular video, he said, I, um, even if I read a really bad book, right, I still finish it and um, I think that's what he said, but the, the, the key part is there might be one little nugget in that book that has made him, you know, two or three or four million dollars in the next year just by knowing that. So he said there's no such thing as a bad book. And then I just realized, you know what, I have to read more. I have to really start concentrating and finishing these books because if he can get one little nugget out of a bad book, I'm sure I'll be getting some good books and I'll get a whole lot of nuggets, right, to, to take our business to the next level. So just because I bought books in the past doesn't mean I should not buy books in the future. So the thing is, I bought some books. I went on um, Amazon and I bought like, I think, 10 or so. Um, they're actually just in a, on the other side of that wall there, there's like a book rack full of, full of um, books and so on. And um, I might, I might, show you next time but the thing is um, I started reading it and it, it, it just became boring again I was like man why am I reading this why did I go buy 10 books I'm not going to finish it and then you know at the end of the day I, I just started like really forcing myself to read these books especially over the weekend and my goal is to finish a book every single weekend and probably like the last two months I've been doing just that some of the bigger books I, you know I, I spread them over two weekends and it's been working well and what I'm getting at is just because I failed that one time or 10 times and not reading books doesn't mean I shouldn't do it in the future if I know it's good for me. So now I'm gaining valuable knowledge. I'm growing myself, I'm growing the business and I'm you know, learning to solve extra problems you know, for myself, for my business and for my clients, which is the thing. Like if we can solve problems, 
we create value, which means we get paid and everyone's happy. Now, the story that I just told you, you've got to put your customer in my shoes, right? So I was the character in this little story. Now think about your customers. They might have tried something like your product or your service in the past and they failed. And the thing is, who is responsible for that? And in my mind, you, the business owner, so me, the business owner, we are all responsible to inspire our prospects so that they don't feel like they are a failure and inspire them to have another go. And you have to make them certain. So if we can inspire them, we can make them certain. So how do we actually inspire them? And this gets me to the, the core, like what I want to you know, get across today. And that is, here are the three things that build certainty in your prospect's mind. So a few things that you can actually incorporate into your business to build certainty. Number one is tell customer stories, right? So successful customers that you've helped in the past tell their stories. Now part of the story will go into the conflict of what that customer went through. So the customer might have said, I have tried this multiple times, I failed, I still wanted to go and try the solution, I did it and now it worked for me. So now you're inspiring them through story, okay? So let's just say for example, you're in the software industry, right? We've got a whole lot of software um, clients, so software as a service clients and some other technology clients, but I'll focus more on the software. Now, you're probably sitting here and you can probably think of a few different software um, you know, products that you've signed up to, you know, where you pay on a monthly basis and you're all inspired, you sign up and after two or three months you kind of forget about it because maybe it was too hard to use, uh, maybe the team, like your team, didn't get into it too much and um, in your mind that's a failure. So I'm like, okay, well I failed with that one. Now, I can't even tell you how many pieces, like how many types of software I've signed up to personally which I have actually stopped after three or four months and the thing is it's not the software's fault, it, it was my fault. But now in my mind, every time I see a new software piece, I'm like, oh, that'll be an awesome solution to a problem that I have. I think back to all the little failures that I had with all the other softwares, and that makes me uncertain about this one I'm about to sign up to. And in a lot of cases, it actually stops me from even trying this software. So whose responsibility is it? I just told you the story before. The thing is, it's the software company's responsibility because they have to get me as a client. Now, how can they actually do this? And a really good example is, I actually signed up to a so, uh, accounting software a few years ago. Four or five years ago, we just got a new accountant and the accountant said, you guys have to look at a cloud solution. So at the time, I started looking, I, first of all, I started on Google. I looked at all the different cloud um, accounting software solutions out there. You know, it was like Xero and Myob and QuickBooks and all those kind of ones. The one that really struck me was Xero, right? So on Xero's website, they actually um, have case studies and they've got case studies in different industries. So they've got the accounting industry, the construction industry, the business industry, the creative industry. And guess where I clicked on? I clicked on the creative one because we're running a creative business. Now within this creative business, within the creative um, you know, business um, section of these case studies, they, they were featuring four different case studies, so customer stories. And the thing is, I watched all four of them. And 
what happened was I had a desire. So I want to grow my business. And the problem is, well, I can't keep, um, you know, I can't keep up to date with all my accounting stuff because everything's offline. And then you've got to install that computer, that computer, that computer, and just all the, the headaches of accounting when you're in a small business. Now, how do I actually solve this problem? You know, so these case studies showed me exactly the desire, the conflict, you know, what the solution is, which is zero, and in the end results for all these clients. Once, I think I watched two of them. I didn't even watch all four. I was sold, I was certain. And the next thing I did was I signed up for a free trial, right? And I had to actually put in my credit card details and everything, because I, so I was committed. And that just shows you I was actually certain. And the thing is, before these case studies, I wasn't certain. So there's a really good example of you know, a software kind of company. Now, if we, let's say we relate this back to the construction industry. So if you're a builder, for example, now you have to assume that if someone ha is building, they might have built before, their parents might have built before, or a friend. And as you know, the building industry you know, can have a bad name sometimes. Okay? I'm not saying it's got a bad name, but in some cases, some people have made a bad name out of the industry. And the thing is that, that that's across the board, like that's with every industry out there. I'm just using this building one as an example. Now you go and you want to build your certainty level is way down. So now you're trying to weigh up who am I going to use and everything else like that. So again, the builder is responsible for creating that certainty. You know, do you get what I'm saying? So you can show customer stories, you can show your story, and you can also show visuals, you know? So the number, the, the second thing that I want to go into, so I was just talking about client stories. The second thing we want to go into is, is sharing your story. Now, why do you want to share your story? The thing is, sharing your story will really create certainty in your prospect's mind. Because the thing is, you can really show your passion. You can sh show why you do what you do and what's in it for you, you know? And the thing is, if you build certainty here, it takes your prospect one step closer. The third thing I want to talk about is using visuals. Now, if I told you guys I have a, like Apple AirPods in my hand, would you believe me? Now, the thing is you might believe me, but you still want to validate. Or let's assume for arguments like you don't believe me. So how about I go like this? Guys, I've got Apple AirPods in my hand. Do you believe me now? The thing is you can't not believe me because you're seeing it with your own eyes. What do you need to show your prospects so that they actually believe in you and build that certainty up. And for a lot of my clients, you know, a lot of our clients, when we do the story development session, we really dig deep here and basically say, what do we need to show prospects so that they believe what they see? And this might be the team, it might be your premises, so your office. Now the thing is sometimes you might not have an office. If you do have an office, that's great because that gives people certainty because there's actually a location. The business is actually invested. They are there. It's, they've got, the clients have somewhere to go to. So if you don't have an office, how are you going to build certainty this way? So this is where you can really show you interacting with your clients, um, showing a little bit of the, the day in the life, the journey, getting people certain. So start thinking about ways you can create certainty in your customers' minds through visuals. And the best way to do that is just go, what do I do 
in business every single day. What do my clients actually experience? So the clients that you know, pay me, they're happy with what I do, go bullet point down, what do you actually do and think from a visual perspective. And I'm not telling you to go all creative and everything else like that right now. It's, it's not about creativity. It's literally all about if you can get people to believe what they see in your business, you'll create certainty. So I hope that have helped you guys. And the three steps, just to quickly summarize again, because I know I went a little bit longer than usual today. Step number one is create customer stories to build certainty. Step number two is create your business profile, so your business overview film, the business story to create certainty. And the third thing is, is use visuals as much as possible to create certainty. I hope you guys have enjoyed this podcast. Please send me your feedback or questions if you have any. Make sure you like, subscribe and comment if you think this content was valuable to you. Have a fantastic day.